Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. Hello, it is Friday and it's Insta Live with, well, just Joe at the moment. So we're on a road trip. I mean, all of the best shows go on the road. Uh, And unfortunately, Jake, it turns out, has missed his turning on the motorway. He is currently driving somewhere, I think down the M5, but it might be the M4, who knows, Um, and is going to be, if he can, pulling off safely somewhere and joining me. But in the meantime, I'm just going to have to wing it. So just stick with me folks so really what's been going on this week um for those of you that did follow me yesterday you see i might have had a little accident uh falling over a dog now this was my one opportunity in life to go viral and unfortunately i don't think anybody filmed it which is a real shame because it was an absolute classic i literally stood on the start line looking at my watch said ready set go and promptly fell over a dog that I didn't realise had run in front of me. Um, Then to make it more embarrassing, the dog actually ran off and I was on my hands and knees on the track because it really flipping hurt and had no idea what I'd fallen over as far as I was concerned. It had been an empty track. It was still an empty track, but never mind. Um, So I, I just mortifying. However, I can see that it was comedy gold, but that's life. So enough of me winging it we are going to talk about or rather it could be just me talking about benchmarking fitness how do you know how fit you are the obvious answer is do a race um but sometimes you might want to go into a race having a bit more of an idea of what shape you're in and the question is then how do you assess your fitness how do you know how fit you are i think we always say it's about a whole range of different um, measures. There's there's a whole different approaches that you can take. Um, And really you've got to find one that's right for you. You've got to try various different things. But the key to benchmarking fitness is always to try and find something that's repeatable and something that you feel is relevant to what you're actually going to be doing. So Jake was going to be talking quite a lot about lab testing and lactate testing, uh, which is something he does quite a lot with the runners that he coaches. Um, I'm going to wait and see if he joins me. But in the meantime, I'm going to talk about some of the ways I benchmark fitness. I always think there's, there's, you know, you have your own personal sessions that you know how good is this, you know, how good am I running at the moment from this session? And I think in many ways, as I said, it doesn't really matter what the session is. You can be very structured and look at something that's, you know, one of the classic sessions around uh, field testing around VO2 max. Um, The most easier and obvious one for that is the running for 10 minutes or running a 3K and assessing what your time is. And then there's a whole load of formulas online. But in some ways, I like to really make it into a real world um, test because I think the problem with that test for me is you've got to pace it really well and so if it's actually outside and not on a treadmill it's quite difficult to to assess and I think knowing the numbers in terms of you know what's my what's my vo2 max doesn't always relate to real life you know in itself it's just a number so how are you going to translate that into your actual training Um, and I think that's where some people often fall down and I know you know Garmin in particular has a way of of um calculating VO2 max which is based on algorithms so very very general and I always say to people just treat it with a little bit of caution um 
but again that number on Garmin what does it really mean um you know so if it goes up or it goes down is that really a reflection of where your fitness is so always treat it with a with a bit of caution uh I'm probably just saying that mainly because my Garmin's been a bit mean to me this week on the other hand maybe it's got a point I'm in the depth of a big block of training I'm trying to build up a bit of volume and so I think in some ways my fitness fitness is is a kind of odd thing because it's very much I would say it's a relationship between fitness and and fatigue equals form so my fitness actually is pretty good um, but my current fatigue is quite high so therefore it's not translating into very good running at the moment because I'm just knackered quite frankly so I think you always have to be slightly say real world about it so when would I look at benchmarking fitness um going back to what I've just said about I'm in the middle of a big block of training if you want to see how fit you are it's always good to test that either at the beginning or the end of a block of training if you do do it halfway through then potentially you're not going to get a really good impression because you might be tired you know you wouldn't necessarily have tapered for it if you're going to benchmark your fitness you need to be well rested before you do that um, and you need to I, I guess in some ways you, you need to um, view it in a, in a sort of very positive way so I say that one of the risks of benchmarking fitness is if it doesn't come out where you want it to you can sometimes get a little bit disheartened um, but at the end of the day, it's a snapshot in time to give you an idea of how you might then progress your next training block or what you might do um, or how, if, you, if it's at the end of a training block, how that's gone and therefore how you might that might actually translate into a race. So just, you know, bear in mind some of the caveats around it, that it is a snapshot in time. Why are you doing it and what do you want to gain from it? So for some people, it might be, again, you know, a very numbers-based thing around VO2 max or lactate thresholds or all those kind of things. But I think in some ways, for me as a coach and for somebody that likes to always look at how does your training correspond to racing, then it's something more real world. So what kind of pace did you hit? And again, that can be very affected by outside factors you know it can be affected by the wind how you're feeling on the day what the conditions were all of those kind of things so I think you need to again you know see the context in which you're 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 performing this fitness test whatever it might be I think the other thing to think about is that it's not something you want to do every week uh you know I often say to some of my runners and some of them are here you know there are some great sessions that we can pick out and say wow you know we know you're going really well because of this session but we also you know nobody smashes every session all the time there might be lots of other things going on you might be quite tired so don't look at every session and say this is a constant judge of my fitness I think you have to think a little bit as well around cycles of adaptation so any significant improvements in fitness um, particularly if you're looking at aerobic or anaerobic energy systems they take around six to eight weeks to take effect from the training that you're doing now as you roll that forward and continue training you should see the benefits really in six to eight weeks time so just to kind of constantly assess yourself as you go along you're going to potentially miss out um, or, or potentially kind of get too caught up in the, in, in the kind of statistics and, and perhaps not see the bigger picture. Which, funnily enough, talking of bigger pictures, I'm sorry I've waffled on for so long because Jake has actually joined us. Um, I'm kind of really hoping he's going to... Uh, he's, he's watching, definitely. He's probably sitting there thinking, God, she's terrible without me. 
this is the problem you see I mean what was Laurel without Hardy uh, what was she struggles to think for nothing <laughs> come on Jake actually join me because really I'm getting to the stage where I'm completely winging it <laughs> I need my other half I've bored these people for long enough I said to him Jake I'm giving you 10 minutes I'm talking for 10 minutes and that's all people can cope with me wittering on on my own without you and he's halfway here but not all the way I reckon he's got a rubbish signal this is why you should you know find reliable people to work with I'm, I'm just I'm slowly slowly running out of stories I could talk about the dog again Do you know, my knee to be fair the knee is fairly superficial it felt a bit bad and a bit clunky but um you know actually it's not too bad at all so what can I say I am I am gonna have to sign off in a minute if I cannot get Jake to join me because uh, I've also completely lost my thread around benchmarking fitness <laughs> as I was saying just you know take it you know if you're going to test your fitness um make sure you do it either at the beginning or the end of a training block don't keep assessing it halfway through you want to do something that ideally is something that's repeatable so the same session if you compare across different sessions the more parameters you change the less comparison you can make um except that that's just a snapshot in time if you do do a fitness test it's just a snapshot in time and so for some reason it might not be a good day um on the other hand obviously you know it, it can be a good um a, a good indicator of where you are uh vicky has said what's the best session to test fitness oh wow <laughs> there's so many as i say it, it i always personally there were a couple of sessions that i knew if i ran those well uh, would compare at the beginning and the end of a session but they were personal favorites of mine so they were track based sessions because i think there's something very very repeatable about track um subject to the wind at the end of the day the terrain that you're running on doesn't change so for me there were a couple of track sessions that i used to see where i was um the the main one was three sets of thousand six four so when i was trying to compete over ten thousand and and marathon and beyond i found that that was a really good session to see where was i in terms of lactate threshold and lactate turning point because you're really testing it in that session there's quite a lot of volume there as well so that was one of my personal favorites um i think any track session is good i think it's much better than a road loop um because of the, of the fact that the terrain is the same however it goes back to if you have a parkland or a stretch of rope or something like that that so you're always going to run the session on the same place in the same direction start and finish in the same place then that that again it's it's about comparability over a period of time um runner jackson said how do you benchmark fitness coming back from an injury or surgery <sighs> i think this goes back to what i always say and again, those runners I coach will know when you're coming back from an injury, you've got to look at three stages and you've got to go through those three stages. So before you even get to benchmarking fitness, you need to go through recovery, then rehab, then training. OK, so you've got to get recovery is the stage when the injury is acute. It hurts. It's damaged. Um, you know, you cannot train on it. You cannot run or do any other kind of training on it. So you've got to get through recovery first forget about fitness, forget about training while you're in recovery. Then you look at rehab. Again, I wouldn't test fitness through a rehab phase because I just think it puts too much pressure on you to come, you know, to push yourself when perhaps you wouldn't 
you know, perhaps the most important or the most important thing at that time is actually rehab, rebuilding the strength, rebuilding, um, you know, dealing with the underlying cause. Then once you've got through rehab and recovery, and again, you know, there will be blurring between when these periods, one period ends and the other starts, then might be a time to see where you are fitness wise, because again, that's the start of a training block. The only down caveat I would say to testing fitness right at the start after you're recovering your rehab is if you're not going to be fit. And so you don't want to depress yourself. So if you're the kind of person that can test your fitness then and be very positive about the results, and I would say it's a baseline. And sometimes the advantage of setting a really low baseline is don't get depressed by it, but see it as, as you know, you've got a huge amount of scope to improve. So mentally depends where you are how you're positive or things you feel about what's coming up um but then possibly putting as i say that kind of six to eight weeks of training um, recovery rehab six to eight weeks of training then perhaps look at benchmarking your fitness and then you can really move on from there and, and see what progress you've made uh lisa would you use different sessions if you're training for different distances yes and no um i think I always think a good, that track session I just described is quite good because I think ultimately knowing where your, you know, knowing where your lactate threshold is, knowing where your lactate turning point is in a very practical sense is really useful because those measures of fitness are important for whatever distance you run. Um, or even though you're running the vast majority of your uh, distance events in an aerobic state, the, the fitter you are, the more capable you are of running towards that kind of lactate turning point. Um, so a really well-trained runner could run, a, you know, could could run a 5K at sort of 90, 95% of, um, of, you know, their, their sort of VO2 max. So you want to kind of be right up there if you can. So I would, I always like those kind of harder sessions to see where I am on lactate threshold and lactate turning point. I would then for a marathon probably test some endurance on, on a longer marathon pace run and some of the ma- different mixed pace long runs that I do. I might use those as kind of a test over the whole marathon training block to see where I am in endurance terms. Um, so yes, to some extent, I would, would put different sessions in, but to test slightly different things. Uh Thank you, Runner Jackson. I'm glad you've got Shoulder Runner. He keeps us all positive, to be frank. <laughs> um, I don't know what's happened to Jake. He's clearly not managed to actually get on or get a good enough signal to uh, join me. So if anybody's got any other questions about testing fitness, I'm pretty sure we'll come back to this topic and, uh, and get his input, which will be really valuable. Because clearly, as I said, winging it on my own is, is, you know, they say sometimes, and I think with training as well, the whole is more than the sum of its parts. And I think you could probably say that about Insta Lives between Jake and myself. So thank you everybody that has tuned in and stuck with me for this long. Uh, I promise, well, I can't promise he'll be back next week. I hope he'll be back next week. Um, and I think you probably all hope he'll be back next week as well. So thank you so much, guys. It's been a little bit of a monologue. Um, Someone right at the end is coming. How do you measure your lactate threshold? Uh, wow, <laughs> now, this could be a whole nother 20 minutes. Um, I think essentially you, the, the most technical way to do it is obviously to go into a lab um, and do some, have some blood lactate testing uh, to see where it is. I think for, in, on a field base, um, 
so obviously if you if you haven't got access to a labs um which actually to be frank there are a lot more uh lab access around than there used to be which is very finally about to join me and hopefully answer this question more effectively than me i think there are a whole series of different you're looking at heart rate essentially you're looking at what pace can you run for heart rate um and do it either as i said that kind of three k hello jake i'm sweating i'm <laughs> Um, let me just finish answering this question. Yeah, so you can either uh, you want to get out to measure um, over distance and then extrapolate the medical. And if you send me a message, thank you for linking. It's a really good way to do that. Hello, Jake. I was just wrapping up. I'm going for lunch. I'm all over. Think people can take of me going on and on and on on my own. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Joe. I'm I'm so look. I'm in the middle of the street. I'm on my knees, please, please forgive me. I will make up for it next week, I promise. It'll be the most amazing live. We'll give some great tips. I, I actually pulled over, I managed to pull over, but then I had no signal. And yeah, I managed I, to, I watched the video for about five seconds and the signal went, I was like, oh. This and then you said, oh, so, this is so dreadful, I can't join it. Um, so I did send Jake a message that said, look, I don't mind, it's fine, be relaxed, just chilled about it. But boy, you owe me big like really big i'm i'm really sorry have you have you covered everything have you been through everything uh, i've waffled on for a bit oh we've covered a lot of stuff is there anything this... you'd like to add as, well as... i don't really know what you've really? said that's the problem no i know you don't this is like you know this is a test see if you come up with three points that i haven't covered or make them better it reminds yeah. me it reminds me a little bit of when I used to live at home and I'd turn up in the kitchen to do the pots just as my mum had finished doing them. And it's like, oh, I've just come to help. I've literally just come to help when you've done them all. That's a bit like this. You've given all the tips and tricks and now I rock up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm actually just really insulted that you've, you've likened me to your mother doing the washing up. Have you spoken about the lactate testing? Because I'm, I'm a big fan I of that. I touched on it, but I actually said to everybody, this is Jake's thing. You know, he'll talk about it a lot more. We were just talking head. about how can you test it, how can you test lactate threshold, and I'm saying there are a number of field tests you can do if you haven't got access, um, but rather than go through in great detail, probably it's easier if someone messages and then we can, you know, I can send you to some links and things like that. Do you want to kind of give a quick two minutes? Yeah, I guess, okay, yeah, really quickly. I mean, you know, this isn't a video, to, and I'm all flustered as well, but this isn't a video to go into masses of detail in blood lactate testing, and I'm, I'm sure you've touched on how important it is to, when you are testing your fitness, to look at the whole context, the big picture, take everything into account because you're trying oh, to yeah. get kind of a, an, an accurate <laughs> picture of where you are in terms of fitness so that then you can retest in the future. A blood lactate test I'm a big fan of is a, is a great way to test your fitness. This is done in a, a, a physiology lab by trained professionals. And the, the best thing about it is the test environment is always the same. It's constant, it certainly should be. So that's from the pressure to the temperature, to the treadmill that they use, to the, the, the protocol of the actual test. And this used to be something that was actually quite difficult to get your hands on or to, to get involved in because it was kind of, you know, only people almost in the know and there weren't that many places that do it. But if you do a little bit of research, it's definitely worth checking out around your area if there is anywhere that does blood lactate testing because it's awesome. And obviously, once you do have the test, if you are able to find it, Yes, there's associated costs with that. If you're working with a coach who understands how to interpret the data, great. Or if you know how to interpret the data, 
then brilliant because that's really important as well. It's okay having a test, but actually you need to know what to do once you've got that information and how best to use it. But I do think it can be a great option. Definitely, it's definitely worth looking into. And you don't have to be like, you know, a super fit, super fast runner. It's for all levels of ability. It's just to kind of draw a line in the sand and go, right, where am I? Let's lay down, you know, this is a benchmark. And then how can I move forward? And then, then kind of have a retest. And I test, well, most of my runners are tested. I test I go through it as well, the process, and probably a couple of years just to kind of see where you are, just to help inform inform your training. Cool. I'm shattered. <laughs> I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm just, I'm done in. If you are going to benchmark your fitness, don't do it when you've been racing in the car yes. legally, I hasten to add, because your heart rate's sky high. Don't suddenly throw in like a 5K time trial because it will not give you an accurate picture of where you are. Yeah, we were just saying that, you know, pick your right time. So either before or after a big block of training, but definitely not halfway in the middle. There's very little value from that if you're tired um, and fatigued, you know, and also the idea is your training is hopefully planned in blocks so ideally you just want to see where have I started where have I finished and therefore what in this block do I think has contributed to hopefully the progress that I've made so um timing is everything when it comes to benchmarking fitness um, and live videos timing is everything <laughs> I always like to come at things from a slightly different angle as well so I'm just going to throw this into the mix and I don't know if you touched on this Joe but I think it's worth asking yourself as well watching this video if you want if you, if you want to kind of test your fitness you've got to look at where you are you know you mentioned training block are you training for a race at the moment you might not be you might be in just kind of you know having some fun with your training coming out of lockdown kind of understanding how the the land lies for you and where you want to take your training great but if you are training for something specific you've got to think where that fits in the whole thing but also ask yourself what is it you're actually testing when we say fitness what what does that mean because if you really think about it there's different things that we can test if you're getting involved in strength work and joe and i both believe there's a definitely a place for working on your strength where running's concerned to improve your performance you could be testing your muscular strength. You could be testing your muscular endurance. You could be testing fitness in terms of motor skills. So balance, coordination. These are all fundamental components of fitness. So I think when we think of fitness, we instantly think cardiovascular, you know, heart rate stuff. And yes, that's fundamental as runners, endurance runners. But actually think outside the box. There's some other things that you could perhaps test yourself to see if you're making progress. You know, if you know that single leg balance work is really important and it's really helpful for your running, and you've got a little wobble cushion at home like I have, if you're watching Netflix of an evening and you can't stand on it for more than 30 <laughs> seconds, <laughs> absolutely. And if you can't stand on it for more than 30 seconds, well, that's, that's your, you're benchmarking your ability there, aren't you? Maybe retest in a few weeks' time after you've done some work. Can you, can you go to a minute? You know, can you push beyond that 90 seconds, etc.? So just getting a bit creative, thinking outside the box. And ultimately, the information that you gain from these tests is for you to be able to plot the path forward because obviously you want to improve you're not just doing it for the sake of it i think that's the key ultimately is whatever you're doing why why are you testing your fitness and then what how are you going to apply those results well how what have you learned from it and how are you going to apply that to ultimately improve your running or you know take that carry forward to your race so i think that's the kind of you know the key to it all um i'm going to wrap up now <laughs> i think you should i'm really happy with that please do because i'm dying for a wee I've I've, I've, I think I parked illegally. <laughs> I've also actually wrapped up about three times halfway through this. Uh, I, I'd given up the ghost and then you joined. And then I kind of, a few people asked me some questions. I keep trying to escape and people are keeping me here. I'm but sorry. Anyway, 
this this personal torture of an insta live on my own <laughs> to an end um, thank you again everybody for sticking with us uh normal service will definitely be resumed next week and um i'm sure it'll be much for it uh if you do have any questions please do message me and um, message jake uh send us a message on instagram or comment underneath the uh video we will always do our best to help you um hopefully a few thoughts there and i'm gonna leave it at that follow me follow jake catch up on the podcast who knows whether this one will make it on there or not i suspect when they listen to it it won't <laughs> that is it goodbye folks we will be back next week see you next week i'll be there i'll be there i'll be there <laughs> see you guys that was running with jake the quick hit hear the brand new full-length podcast every wednesday or catch up now by searching running with jake the podcast